These gays, they're trying to murder me. I can't today. (laughs) Welcome to The Cup TV, the currently unnamed podcast where we put the real and the tea in reality. And you can always come to us first to quench your thirst. I'm Logan Murphy, say something gay. Gay. Uh, I'm wearing a tank top inspired by someone who apparently only wears tank tops in the Big Brother house. Um, and I'm drinking water because hydration is important. That's lovely. And hello, 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 and hello. I'm, I'm sorry. That, I, I didn't know what else to go with that. I didn't know what else to say. But it, but it is lovely. It is. Stop laughing, Brooke and Kev. Stop it. I'm just saying. It's lovely. Hello. Speaking of lovely, all you lovely people, I am Lana, your resident diva, here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea, because you know I love me some tea, her. And if you have some tea, you know what to do, hit me up. I am currently just drinking water, because hydration is important, water, clear skin, all of that good stuff. Um, But if I was drinking anything, I would be drinking it out of my... No, don't worry about it. Just relax. Got it. Don't worry. It's okay. It's okay. Cup mug. Da 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 da. Cup mug. Da 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 da. Cup mug. Da 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 da. Mine hasn't arrived yet. No, it has not. It it will be there, but it has not arrived yet. But um, yeah. You can get your cup merch and your cup mug and all the cup merch at lanatiescreation.etsy.com, and we do ship internationally, so there are no excuses. Although. My people are being very slow on the on the getting the stuff ready. So just be patient. It's coming. But be please be patient. Thank you. And you did it at my birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. And I made excuses for you then. Hey, Miss Kev. I actually don't have an intro. And I don't I was- have a cute t-shirt. So what? I don't know oh, what no. I'm supposed to do right now. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, um. Oh, no. I will just make some kind of intro about some pop culture reference. Period. Period. Ah. Ready or not. Oh, um, wait. Oh. And I oh. forgot to... I'm so sorry. Wow. I am not drinking anything right now. But if I was drinking something, it would be a blended watermelon margarita that are BOGO at Chili's. Per. Because those things... Per. 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 Um... <laughs> Ready or not, here I am. It's Esme back in the building. Um, I there's a fly in this, so I'm not drinking that anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, it's gonna and be one of these. Just gonna move on. Yep. Anyways, 
I think that sums up my day. <laughs> Let's move it on over. <laughs> I'm gonna go get a new um, seltzer because I was drinking seltzer. And it's Brooke, queer college graduate who plays way too much effing Smash Bros. And uh, here lately, I have been playing a lot. I have been replaying Rogue Galaxy. I love that game to pieces. So I just restarted that. Still finishing up Death's Door. Still playing Smash Bros. Truly, I have been a busy, busy bee. Um, and oh, and also I have grad school and work and all this other stuff. So I've been very busy. Regardless, I have still found time to keep up with live feeds and continued my consumption of water because hydration is important. Period. Y'all, it's happening. <laughs> We have, to talk, ride. <laughs> we have to talk about Sunday's episode first, but we all just really want to talk about live feed because as we yeah. currently speak here right now in this moment, there are animals on our feeds, which means one very beautiful thing and, and that beautiful here. things are currently happening in the Big Brother house. So very excited, but we need to talk about, but first we need to talk about Sunday's HOH episode. So we come back. Riley has just been evicted by a unanimous vote because she decided to tell her allies right before the vote to vote with the House. Exactly. Which, like, sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. I, mean, I get she wasn't it. getting out of it. I get it. Like, if you're going home in the, and you know that you don't have the votes, you want to put your allies in a better position. Like, I understand putting your, trying to put your allies in a better position in the House moving forward. Like, if you're going home, for me, it's like if I'm going home, like in a nine to three vote or an eleven vote. That's what it was gonna be otherwise. Mm -hmm. It's like nine to three or eleven to zero. Get the three people to flip so that they're not sticking out any more than they already are. Mm -hmm. Honestly, they were this close though to like almost keeping Riley on the other side. Mm -hmm. So it could have still a sandal. All the, the waffle, all of it. Yeah. The way Izzy was talking that last episode where she was like, we're going to get, like, I was sure that they were going to vote, like, to keep Riley almost. And that it was going to be a lot closer. But then when everyone was unanimous, I was kind of shocked. Um, selfishly, for my own personal entertainment, I would have loved if this vote flipped. Uh, it has been quite a while. I think the last time I can remember it, like, vividly happening where somebody in the majority was HOH and their target didn't end up going home was Big Brother 18 when Bronte got evicted. Um, it, it's been that long. And now, you know, it, we were this close to getting a flip, but, you know, and it is what it is. I wish Riley could have stayed because she was really entertaining on feeds. But, oh, well. Yeah. So, everyone's sad. Jag's sad. Blue's sad. Matt is distraught. Oh, God, that was destroyed. Also, for the record, we need to issue a retraction because Matt is not the person who made that shrine. That has I, been. I didn't say he made it. I said he is adding to it. Like, he put, Riley made the heart and her sunglasses. Then he put his, his ring on in the middle of it. And I'm like, Matt, stand up. Still, I am taking nothing back what I said. Matt, stand up. You knew her for two weeks. She is not interested. In you. She wasn't even interested in you in the two weeks you were in the house. Stand up. And he is doing it. This week, Matt has gotten better. I appreciate a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But he was like, 
boo-hooing over this girl who you met two weeks ago. I am not for the boo-hoo over nobody I met two weeks ago. And I don't care if it is the Big Brother house where you can just talk about everything and y'all know everything. And I get it. I get it, Matt. I get it. She was one of the few people who was actively keeping him in the loop. I get that. I understand that. But I'm like, add into the shrine. Like, I guess she was like, oh, no, it's a heart. Just for everybody to say, I love you all. Love you all. But then he added his ring to it. I was like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> you you look like the he looks like the 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 heart stricken boyfriend who just his girlfriend was ripped from him and he crying like she dead. I'm like she is going home. She ain't dead. You will see her after the show. She'll be back for finale night. Relax. It's okay. It's the husband watching the deceased videotapes of his wife. <laughs> right. Wow. It, it was just so much. It was it was too much. But yes, Nomad did not make the shrine. But he did add to it. So I'm still saying stand up, Matt. Period. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we definitely saw a completely different side of Matt in this episode. Mm-hmm. We get the um we get the moment later on where he's talking to Sri and Izzy. And the, there isn't much to talk about with that moment. So I'm just bringing it up now. But like that was a really lovely and sweet moment. And Sari and the DR just being like, I've never in my 53 years really encountered someone who was deaf and had the opportunity to like get to know exactly like how they feel and what they go through on a daily basis and it's really educating me on you know things that i didn't even know about um and so i loved i loved that whole moment i love siri this is oh also like but like this is my first time ever watching big brother so like this is a big jump leap for me just like putting that in there um uh, so good, I just love seeing I just love seeing good. mother's mother. What a good season to start with! Mm-hmm. It's a great season to start with. I feel like it's so yeah, better than most recent seasons to start. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Honestly, Work. so we get to the HOH comp. Hyson comes out in his best game show host attire. It was wild, mm-hmm. and. It is the good old crapshoot HOH. We kind of thought it was. We yep. we did some speculation on it. And it is the good old crapshoot where you have to hit the ball across all the obstacles and get the highest number. And uh, I feel like this is always like the great equalizer HOH. Like the example that we regularly think of is Caitlin from BB20 winning this kind of HOH comp as well. <laughs> um, but we... But we got a very, very lovely, wonderful, and fantastic HOH. And that's Felicia. Insert laughter. Icon, legend, and moment. Um, am I wrong in saying that we haven't seen the Crapshoot Comp since 23? I don't think it was on 24, was it? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember. I know it was on 23 because that was the one that Kylan won. It was like the yeah. shark thing. Yeah. Um, but because we're hosting this competition in the Humiliverse, winning the HOH comes with a punishment, which I'm going to be honest, I actually really enjoyed it. I only enjoyed it for one person, and that was Matt. Ooh. Ooh. Mm -hmm. I will say, Matt was the only one I wanted to see. Everyone else. Yeah, Matt was the I only mean, person I wanted to see slime down. I was like, ooh, my god. <laughs> and so did Izzy. And no, I will wait, time out real quick, sidebar. 
<laughs> I will say this, and then Esme, you have at it, but I laugh the most in all of my time on live feeds watching Izzy thirst after Matt. Like that is the funniest thing in the world to me. <laughs> Whenever Matt comes around and she's like, hey Matt, ow, hey, I'm like, girl, you that is so me. Because I'm like, I'm going to flirt with the person I know I have no chance with. There's no way I'm going to get with somebody like, like Matt. There's no chance. But I'm sure going to be like, boy, you looking sexy over there today. Look at you. Like, that's so me. I cannot. I live for those moments. I look at the follow Izzy around the house just for those moments uh -huh. when she's like talking to Matt and like, and when I she did her confessional and said, I know I'm a lesbian, but I think I'm 99% lesbian and 1% mad. Like, I was, sexual. I was like, I live. I live. Okay, I'm done. They Ooh. even had a moment this morning. Yes. Um, not, not within the living room with Sari and Felicia. And Izzy was up top playing bumper pool, which I think is why oh. bumper pool. But um, <laughs> Matt looked up and he was like, Hey baby. <laughs> and she just like melted. <laughs> and it was the best moment. I love them. And it's like, it's like Izzy is so equally into it as Matt yeah. is. And I just, oh, I love them together. I, I love really love a straight man and a lesbian just connect on Oh, I love it. I love it. So fun and like so just it's just so fun to watch their being a back and forth. Oh, I love that. Oh, I, I need to see that clip. I need he to ain't see that. Riley now. It was like <laughs> It, I think it was like 10 a.m. Oh, I need to, I need to see that clip because I want to because like I've seen Izzy always flirting and Matt be like, yeah, uh -huh. but I've never seen Matt initiate the sub baby. Like I would just die. Okay. Yeah, because I think Sari was Sari was like, oh look who it is, and like <laughs> pointed up at Izzy. <laughs> it was great. It was great, and that's the fact that the whole house is kind of also in on it and oh. like adding to it. Oh, it's just so good. I love it. I love it. That's it. the only showman's edit we need now. Honestly. Honestly. That the only showman's we've ever needed this season is Mizzy Matt. And Matt. It's uh, Mizzy. 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 I want Mizzy. Go for it, Brooke. Go for it, Brooke. Hey, if we do get another showman's this season. No. If we were no. to. You don't even know what I'm going to say. We I do. know exactly what you're going to say because it's in your headline, darling. No. They're America? cute. Lie, they're adorable. <laughs> Can you turn Corey, they're not, not into like, each other. Corey does not want a 27-year-old when he's okay. 21. He just said that. Literally. was like, I don't want to date a 27-year-old. I wouldn't be interested in her if I wasn't on the show. I'm not going to be interested in her in the show. And I'm a private person. That's <laughs> um, Corey. But they are cute. I agree with you, Brooke. They are cute. I agree. But I, they are very cute. But I still don't want to see it. I still don't want to see it. It's going to happen. Let's be clear. But like comparing that to the other option that's being pushed in our I, face, absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. I really wish they would just focus on Matt and Izzy and call it a day. As may you were going to say, darling. But we can get into that later because there's shit to happen on live with them. Yeah. Um. But what I was going to say earlier was that during the snot scene, I was eating food and I was very disheartened. I was like, I this is great. I was like eating my. I was like. Um, a really good dinner. I was like, mm, and then I was like, oh. Hmm. Girl dinner was ruined. Girl I had coffee this morning because I watched it this morning. I had coffee and that's all I had. And I was like, well, okay. I, I was eating um, 
what was it? I was eating like chicken with like a with like a wine sauce and pepper over rice, and that was really good. But it made the deal dinner a lot less enjoyable when um, they were getting goop poured on them. Yeah. The worst part was the HOH feeding though. Poor Felicia was so over it. She was just like, the end, she was just like, she's like, Sir, and everyone's like, we knew you were. She's like, I'm wearing something nice. Oh, I need a gif of Felicia after she got slimed during the nomination ceremony where she just like, she does like a quick pan off and then pan to camera and she's just like, <laughs> like I yeah. need that in my life right now. But if you so, had to be slimed, where would you want to be? Would you want to be slimed earlier or later? Earlier. earlier yeah, sure. I wanted it out of the way. I'd be like, I would want to be where Bowie got. I would be like, I want to go first. So Absolutely. I so I do not, I would be like, can I go? So I don't have to deal with this shit. Right. I think the, also, the, no, I would say it's either the last one or the 3 a.m. one that would have gotten me. <laughs> I would have hated the 3 a.m. one. Girl, Felicia really said, everybody has to get up now because the I'm up. I would And then the have-nots had to kick themselves to get out of the have-not room the before they could go downstairs. The thing I, wanna, I really wouldn't want to do because I would like it would fuck up my hair and I would have to do it like wash my oh. like with my texture of hair I would have to like probably deep be in the shower for like three like two hours after that shit Literally. and be like I'm going to bed at six a.m. because I had to deal this at that point shit. you're not going to sleep I was surprised they were asleep at three a.m. these house guests are freaking night owls like I'm very glad about it though they go to they go to bed at like 4 a.m bb time and wake up at like 9 and I'm like I could never my Snorlax and Pokemon sleep would be very upset with me if I did that mm -hmm. uh, um the thing is if I was HOH this week and it was at 3 a.m I may honestly sleep through that someone would have to come up to the HOH because I am oh, such a oh, absolutely. I'm such a heavy sleeper um Same. there was a fire alarm and I slept through it once so good good um, but yeah, so, so I don't know if that would wake me up. <laughs> fair, fair. So Felicia's HOH. Uh, everyone's excited, mostly Suri and Izzy, and they get to work immediately. They're like, "What do we need to do?" And they're like, "Backdoor Heisem." And then they go yes! to Felicia, and then they go to Felicia, and she's like, "Yes." And I loved it, and I loved all of uh, Friday morning. Was it Friday morning? Friday morning when uh, Mama Felicia's court was in session and she just had everybody coming in back to back to back to back to back. It was incredible. Mm -hmm. It was lovely. And one conversation they didn't show on the show, but I think I really enjoyed and might be formative for later things uh, is her conversation with America where she's kind of like, everyone's kind of now a little bit more sketched out by America. They're not really sure. But in that moment, I thought they had a very lovely conversation. But the idea is to backdoor Heisem and um, the uh, Sari, Izzy, and Felicia decide collectively they want to use Jag and Cameron as the pawns. Because specifically, targets. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because those are no, you're fine, darling. Um, because those are those are Heisem's targets, like you said, and it would sketch Heisem at the least. And in all these conversations, Heisem won't let Felicia get a word in, which is only adding fuel to the fire of her wanting to backdoor Heisem. Um, and the whole time Heisem's like, I'm safe. I'm good. <laughs> the professors are fine. Meanwhile, the bye-bye bitches are over here like, oh, no, ma'am. Oh, no, I feel 100% safe with Felicia's HOH. You shouldn't. 
I mean, uh, Hysum just, he went into a, a group of women, a group of older women, and was like, I'm just going to tell you women what I want you to do and think that was going to fly. And I'm like, baby, these are not young girls so you can just manipulate and just, you know, do whatever you want to do and say whatever. You, that Felicia was like, I, I, and every time he would cut her off, she would look at him like, like what? You okay? Okay. It just made it easier for her to do what she wanted to do with him. And I was like, he don't even he not even picking up on the the small smallest clue because like I don't know about y'all, but if I'm talking to somebody and I cut them off and they look at me like I'm like, oh. My bad girl, or my bad sir. I didn't mean to cut you off. They did that. What did you have to say? Because they like, I mean, she wasn't subtle with her looks at all. I was like, oh, but he was in Heisen World, feeling yep. safe, feeling secure. Mm. I need this to not get back to him. It, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that was my. Go ahead. You know, talking about if Isom does go up, because as of right now, we think it's gonna happen. There's like a ninety-eight percent chance, but the veto meeting is happening as we speak, or has already happened. One of the two. As we speak. Um, as we speak. Yes. Well, so our period, it's gonna happen, right? It's just sometimes. No, we have pets right now. It's happening right now. Oh, it's on pets. Okay. Well, yeah. So when Either we way. switch from when we switch from cinnamon roll of death to animals, we know it's actually happening. Okay. And so I'm looking at my I'm looking at my TV right now with some beautiful little cats yeah. that are available for adoption in the LA area. So Lana has them on her phone. So y'all keep seeing me looking over here. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's happening right now. Okay. Mm -hmm. If it is still him, because as we have seen this week, anything can happen at any time. Mm -hmm. I will talk about it later wait for the Wednesday episode because the Wednesday episode is going to be insane. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, oof, no, I'm, ex I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, I mean, there was a, I, I, they're probably not going to be able to get everything because there were so many other options that like fucking spawned random like every two minutes um every we'll talk minutes. about it more in our live feed update because i have the whole sequence of it yeah uh, but i said like okay i would also have just to go back to heights for a little bit um like logan and i were having this conversation like a little bit earlier in the scene we're like we don't see what people are seeing in heisem about be him being this bad guy because we're both all just like what are y'all seeing he's just being blunt and honest and now that we're looking back we're like oh once we saw the conversation that happened where he was like, oh, I wish the house hadn't divided the way it was, it did, because I got stuck working with the leftovers. That was the moment where I was like, how dare you call Sarifield Fields a leftover? And mm -hmm. how dare. And all of these other beautiful people. But first how and foremost. Dare, how dare he do this to the gays? How dare he? I wanted to believe that Heisen was just one of those good old-fashioned BB villains that I would love to, love to hate, hate to love, you know. But then it is when he fun to watch because he is like villainous, but there's it's not a it's, classic. It's not a fun villain. He's like mm -hmm. 
he's the villain that you like. You just a ugh villain. Like uh, I don't even. I don't even like. You can be like just. It started even in that whole veto speech. Even though I didn't think it was as bad, he was very blunt and honest. And I was like, he's just being blunt, honest. Sure, Mm -hmm. I was here for that. But then I'm like, but then I can understand why the other why Felicia and the professors would feel like you got stuck working with us. Like Mm -hmm. you were forced to work with us. Like you didn't want to work with us because. We were the weaker bunch in your eyes. And I would have been annoyed too. I'd have been like, oh, okay. Well, let's see what we can do to get you out. So I understood why this plan was spawned and why it was probably going to happen, maybe. But if he would have just relaxed and not said that, like he could have been blunt and be like, you are my target. You said my name. You should, you have to go and left it at that. Mm-hmm. He would have been perfectly fine. He would have been perfectly fine. It's just, he has a tendency to keep talking, keep talking, keep talking, and he talks himself right into a hole. Yeah, I think he does this thing where he wants to talk and wants to seem very, very smart, and mm-hmm. then he over, he over, he talks too much and gets himself in trouble or over talks people. And you know, like I do that in day to day conversations, but that's the thing. It's like you apologize or you know you are like, oh, sorry, I'll take a step back. But he's not realizing that's what he's doing, and I think. I'm also not in a Big Brother game for seven for money. <laughs> like, exactly. Like it's like it's like at the very least, if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna be one of those people that talks over people a lot, a la me and Esme, <laughs> their words not mine, but their words not mine. I'm talking about myself also. But like, if you're one of one of us who like does tend to talk over people a little bit more, at least have the self awareness to know that in the way that we do. Because like, I'll fully be like over talking to them. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Let me uh, hear. Blah. But like he doesn't have that, so it's like that's not working. But also, um, like I'm sure he's in the Seattle scene. Like I'm sure that he is used to just being around a lot of other gay people and doesn't even notice that he's doing it. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm not gonna hundred percent speak for Logan, but I'll speak for myself. And I think when me when I do, and probably Logan here, um, I think what we do is we just talk, and like we're not trying to make somebody else believe or do what we want. We're just talking to talk, <laughs> like absolutely. Because I sitting in silence is awkward for me, so I feel that silence. Same. <laughs> and I think that's no, where I, I come from. I'll, I'll echo that hundred percent. I I'm definitely with you on that. Very very Jasmine Kennedy of us. Honestly, yeah. Um, so when so the other big thing we see in the episode is we see uh, Felicia having her conversation with Cameron, and going into it, she was like, "I know that one's going to be a big one," um, but she talks to Cameron and is basically like, "So I'm going to need you to do something for me." What they didn't show on the show is immediately when he walked in to have his one-on-one with Felicia, he goes, "All right, just let me know what you need me to do, and I'll do it." And then Felicia was like, well, I'm going to need you to go on the block. He goes, hell no. He was like, oh, no. And Felicia, I thought, did a really, really good job of controlling that situation. And being like, I understand. However, you are the person that I think has the best chance of winning veto and taking yourself off so we can make sure that this backdoor happens. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't play to win... Like this might not happen, and then even in that case, he was. She was telling him Jag would go home, and she was telling Jag that Cameron would go home. Who knows what would have happened in that scenario? We'll talk about it. But like, uh, 
Yeah, I thought she did a really good job of managing that whole situation with Cameron. Hmm. Um, And I think having Jag and Cameron up, I think from the people that she's not closest to, those are the two best bets that either one of them would win the veto. Like, I I don't know if Corey Blue or like America, you know, would be more likely to win the veto over, over Jag and Cameron. And Jag and Cameron both did pretty decently, if not won their night one competition which is like one of the one of the bigger tests that we've seen as of recent of you know compability mm-hmm. uh, but yes so felicia does nominate jag and cameron not before getting slimed one last time <laughs> I said, they would just do that oh, in of the course. nomination series they would oh, just of course. Make- it would make this woman give her nomination speech all slimed down. So gross. But I guess I, it is the Milliverse. I need I need yeah. that that turn to the camera where she's just like mm-hmm. just also, like Mr. B. Can I can I just ask a weird question? Mm-hmm. What is Nicole doing in all of this? Because I swear to God, we have not being seen an her icon. Once. Like she is not she where is she? She's not in the edit whatsoever, but At she's all. putting in a she's putting in a lot of work behind the scenes. Yeah, like I see her that she's in every conversation, but she's like not like she's playing the game so well. Like it's, to the point where she's not even noticed by the producers. But no, it's giving Andy Heron. I mean, Andy was barely in the veto, barely in the edits. You know. Didn't I don't think Andy didn't get a confessional until week five. I think if I'm sure didn't get a DR until week five. And like, you know, Andy won the season. Now, Mimi's not in a great, great spot. I think there are definitely people that are gonna want her out sooner rather than later. Yeah. But I think she definitely has the ability to, if she can just hunger down a few of those looser relationships, she can go further. Mm-hmm. We can talk about what happened because there was a shit. There's a yeah. So that's the episode. And we said before we started that we were going to keep it in a tight 30. And guess what we did? We kept the episode in a tight 30 minutes. Plus so, seconds. you know what? I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so we're going to move to what we actually really want to talk about today, which is our live feed spoilers. So if you do not want live feed spoilers, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and that'll be I know. Yeah, Kev is heading so, out. Thank you for joining us, darling Diva Angel. Thank you guys for having me. I'm going to go drink Bye, some. Have fun. Juices. Bye. Bye. I know. Bye. And this is your audience warning in three, two, one. Lord, help us. This. this. Hell. Okay. We're going to run through very, very quickly the, everything that's kind of happened, and then we'll dive in a little bit. We're all just, we're we're anxiously waiting for these live feeds to come back to see what happens. So let's talk about what has happened. So obviously, Jag and Cameron were nominated by Felicia. All three of them played in the veto competition, as well as Izzy, Blue, and oh no, I forgot the other person. Red? Izzy, Blue, and Red. Yes, Izzy Blue and Red. Um, we do have a veto winner because it yep. happened on Saturday. Yep. And Jag won Period. the veto. Period. Obviously, he will be taking himself off the block 
And what we are all so patiently waiting for is Felicia backdooring Hysum. Now, there was a lot that has happened in the interim between that veto and right now on our feeds. And I want to talk specifically first about the absolute wild mess that was Saturday night, specifically specifically with uh, mostly Sari, Izzy, and Felicia. With um, little sprinklings one... every now and then. Yeah, sprinklings <laughs> of Bowie. So I want to go through very quickly the exact sequence of potential renoms uh, that were considered by our three icon ladies, um, our trio. Um, there isn't a name for the three of them, but I would like there to be one. So I want to give a huge shout out as well to at Laundry and Taxes on Twitter for compiling the whole thing. Uh, we are thankful for you. So within this period of time, the target went uh, from red, then to Matt, then to, I'm watching it, I'm literally watching it, to Mimi, mm. because they still don't know if they can trust Mimi. For some reason, um, I don't know. I don't know necessarily. I there's. there's I'll tell you why. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to Mimi, to Bowie, to be used as a pawn to get Cameron out, basically. Um, to America, because they still don't like America. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't like America at all. Back to Mimi. Again. Mm-hmm. Um, come on, video, play faster to Matt. They did consider Matt for a second, also as a pawn. Mm-hmm. Um, to then, I believe it was considering uh, Red again, mm-hmm. to considering Bowie and America at the same time, basically. They were like, but what if we revive the Bye Bye Bitches and get out America? Then the target went back to Mimi. Then the target went to America again. And then they finally landed on Heisem again. You forgot meaning- before. Hysum yourself, you were a target too. Yes. So we had Red named twice, Matt named twice, Bowie named twice, Mimi named three times, America named three times, all to just land back on Hysum. And I don't remember who posted, but it was somebody from Survivor that I followed. It might have been Zach, actually, uh, but I could be wrong. Said that this is something that just happens on Survivor all the time mm-hmm. because. You know, everybody's an option all the time. And Big Brother, it's, like, limiting, you know? Once you get after Monday, when the noms are settled, you know, you have two nominees, and one of them is going home at the end of the week. That That's the entire thing. And Survivor, up until Tribal Council, anybody who doesn't have immunity is el- eligible to go home. Mm-hmm. So I guess in Suri's mind, because let's be real, she's been the driving force of strategy for about... Mm-hmm. 85% of the strategy that's gone on. She's just playing the same game she does in Survivor, just with a different coat of paint on it, and she has to do all of that strategy condensed into, like, two days versus, you know, a 39-day season or 26 or however long it is now. And the same with, with her on Traders, because everybody was an option for her. She didn't have people who were not options for her. It was like everybody could go at some point in time. I just have to figure out which one it is. And so in her mind, she's running through everybody's name every single time, the whole time. So, yeah, she's like, everybody's an option. But I'll tell you why Mimi 
was the name and it was, it was all over <laughs> over some silly miscommunication and mishearing things because Corey happened to be talking to somebody and was mentioning this fake alliance called the middleman. This middleman alliance has gotten more airtime than all the real alliances that have been formed in this house. Like the middleman alliance was supposed to be, and Corey said, it's me, America, Matt, Blue, and Jared. Me. He said me. Three heard Mimi. And so when Jared even brought it up to Corey and said something about this middleman alliance, Corey, he was like, Mimi's in it. And Corey was like, Mimi wasn't in it. And he was like, no, she was. And he was like, oh, I didn't know that. So it really was nothing. It came from Corey saying me, America Blue, whatever, whoever the people in this alliance, mm -hmm. to now them hearing Mimi. So from that point on, they no longer trusted Mimi. Mimi was in this middleman alliance, and she had no idea she was in this alliance. And she's not trying to track anything, trying to do anything. Right. Why, why, why am I in it? And everybody like, why? Why am I in it? Like everybody, that's what Mimi like. Why am I in it? And it really had nothing to do with it. And so Mimi is like, just going on on, on along her day, like regular thinking she cool with Felicia, Felicia, so she's good. She feel good with the girl, so she's good. She going on along with her regular. She's like, I need to just talk to people, talk to everybody like I normally do. I won't act silly like Felicia gonna be in power for the rest of the game. I'm still talking. And they were like, everything she did, why is she talking to America? Why is she talking to Jag? Why is she talking to Matt? Why is she talking to Cameron? I mean, Blue, uh, Red, why is she talking to this person? Like, every time she was talking to anybody, they were like, she's flipping on us. She's flipping on us. And Sari got it in her mind. She got it in Izzy's mind. She got it in Felicia's mind. And they are like a dog with a bone. Even now, to the point where they got it in Bowie's mind. And Bowie is kind of like, I don't know. We trust in Mimi? I don't know. <sighs> I, I love Sari. And I love Izzy. And I love Felicia. But they are going to cause me an aneurysm this season with how much they are flipping. And it is really, really interesting to see a survivor player big brother play big brother this is one of the things that i don't really knew i don't know if we necessarily anticipated going into the season we knew sari would play this game really well because at the end of the day she is one of the best social strategic players we've seen on television ever period mm -hmm. i wasn't i wasn't necessarily expecting the level of flip-flopping and i guess that does really have to do with the fact that on survivor that's what you do we just don't see most of it. Right. And so seeing, this is the first time I really feel like I'm seeing Sari actually play a game. And it's really interesting to me. And I'm really happy that we haven't had live feeds for Survivor or Traders because I feel like I would be going crazy going back and forth. Just like, Sari, what are you doing? But this is this is what she knows. Mm -hmm. This is how she knows how to play. Um, um, I hope as the season goes on, she kind of I mean, it's still it's still early, you know. That as the season goes on, she's like, I don't. Not everybody has to be thought of as a target at all fucking points of the time. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to go through the list on a spin a wheel and be like this person. No, this person. No, this person. Let's actually go back to this person. But then this. Then this one. Like you don't have to do that in this. Um, 
and you know, another thing for me in talking about like just the overall strategy of the season, it doesn't feel like any other season of Big Brother because it feels like no matter like each week, right? The whole going with the house thing, sure, but other than that, like even then, going with the house is changing a little bit too because the house is not an entity anymore. It's like people are actually thinking about options and not just deferring to one set plan and just blindly following the HOH. I think it was a definite possibility last week that Cameron went instead of Riley. And mm -hmm. I think we're starting to see that because this season, honestly, if I was going to compare it to anything else, it's really reminiscent of Survivor Cambodia. You have like all of these shifting allegiances, constant messy gameplay. You know, people are making a target upon themselves. Like, if you just compare the two, it does feel like the Big Brother version of Cambodia, just with only one returning player instead of, you know, 20. Um, and I definitely think that, like Cambodia, there is that core group of three people who are hunkered down, locked in together, and if they can keep each other safe for, I don't know, four or five more weeks, and, you know, somebody doesn't clock them immediately, they're gonna be unstoppable. The question is, Will they be clocked or not between now and then? And yeah, we're just going to have to see how it turns out. And it has been so entertaining to watch. I, I mean, I think they've been, I mean, everybody's clocking everybody, which is the crazy part about this whole thing. It's like, we know who's with who. We see you with them. But at this moment, it's still house target. And so they can do what they got to do for house targets. Now, what's going to be interesting when there are no longer house targets and it's strictly my side against your side, who's going to win the power to take each other out? Because right now, as we see, Felicia won the power, but Jag Blue and, and Matt still feel pretty safe with them. Yeah. And they like, we'll work together to get out Heisem. And then I feel like they'll say next week, okay, let's work together to get out Cameron. Like those are house targets, and it's like okay, well, we can do what we gotta do, but okay, Heisen's gone now, Cameron's gone now, Red's gone now. What do we do now? Now we go after we go after the Americas and the Mimis, unless I think the Americas and, right, unless the Americas and the Mimis become HOH and they get to solidify what they need because we need a Mimi or America HOH for them to solidify where they need to go. And where they're going to be because even Bowie Jane is now today, as far as fees was happening today, making a stand like I'm solidifying myself with the bye bye bitches. This is yeah. where I'm at, and she's like, We need people who are going to be so even she's moving like seeing herself as being that floater that they were calling. And she's like, I don't want to be a floater, I'm picking my side. So she yeah. picked her side, and Mimi in America is still like, eh. And even Corey, but they don't even well, they see it. Never mind. They see Corey being a middle but, ground person. But that's the thing with Corey, though, and I think it's different than how they're viewing it with American Mimi because to them, Mimi made an agreement and went back on her word, right? She never did, it, though. It, it, well, true. in their hair, in their mind. But that's, that's the way they perceive it. America, you know, has never made any allegiance with them, right? Yeah. Outside of that. Corey was with the other side, right? And to their knowledge is just working with them now, but like keeping up appearances so he can feed them information. And I think if from how the game is currently shaped with like we mentioned last week with like Suri, Izzy, Felicia as the center of the Big Brother multiverse, 
right? Corey out of the three of them is probably the best position, at least oh, yeah, for the sure. week. Because I don't I don't think they're gonna go after him. No. And also we know Corey's not really a big comp threat. We don't we haven't had a mental comp yet, but like not really a comp threat from what we've seen. Um I mean neither me me in America, really. Like again, from what we've seen. But we haven't I seen mean America killed her first competition, so she did do that. She so, killed I mean. her first competition, so mm. She might be. I, I. This is what. This is what I feel like. This week is shaping up for the perfect time for pressure cooker on Thursday. I am oh. very excited about mm-hmm. pressure cooker because it's shaping out to be the perfect week to put that there because it's going to be. So many people are going to feel like they need to win. They don't have a choice but to win. Mimi included. America. I feel like she's going to feel like she needs to win. Matt wants to win so badly. Because he wants to have one-on-one time to talk. Red feels he needs to win. The only people who don't. And and then you have the people. Like I think Sari really wants to win. And Izzy wants to win. So. And Jag wants to win. It's going. Everybody is. Cameron Cameron wants to win. Cameron wants to win. So it's like. Who haven't haven't we listed? (laughs) Corey Corey wants to win. I think the only people we haven't mentioned is like Bowie. Bowie, and Jared, Bo- and Corey. I mean, Bowie, Jared, and Blue is the only people we haven't mentioned. And I yeah. think Blue might be who kind of really want to win too. But Jared also said in this tonight's episode he wants oh. to get he wants to win because he got second in a lot. So, ev- so everyone wants to win this HOH except for Bowie Jane. He, and he when Bowie Jane wins, then what? Bowie Jane well, yeah. Jared, Jared, Jared wants to win for other reasons as well. Jared wants to win first for his ego and then to be nasty in the HOH room, but whatever. And ask people to come to the HOH room? Anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. Brooke, oh, you were saying. He's been annoying me. <laughs> Brooke, you were saying. I mean, out of everyone here, right, out of this entire cast, right, I think it would be good for a lot of them to win on Thursday. I think it would be bad for a few of them, though. I don't think everyone that wants to win this HOH should want to win this HOH. I don't think for uh, Jared's game, especially, Jared does not need to win this HOH. If Jared no, wins no. this that is bad for him. He needs to throw this thing. He does. Um, three does not need to win this HOH. I, that's no. just going to show everybody no. what the cards are at. Um, she does not. And she doesn't need to win it. I honestly don't think Bowie needs to win this HOH either. She does not. <laughs> she doesn't need to win this one. I think she might need to win in a few weeks. Yeah. Week five, six, maybe. But as of right now, where everybody seems to be chill with her, like, sure, she's floating, but like, is really just making good bonds with people. And she hasn't, like, sucked up to any of the HOHs, which she hasn't really had to because they've all been on her own side, you know? She's not floating. She's coasting right now. She's coasting. And I would, I would, dis- I would disagree wholeheartedly. I think she's mm-hmm. floating, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, coasting, coasting, she's doing is good. Coasting, honestly, is what I think America's doing. And a bit of coasting is not bad. Mm-hmm. But I think Bowie is making very, very meaningful relationships with everyone and making sure that regardless of who gets into power, she's not going to be their first, second, or third target. And that's what a true floater kind of game is. And I don't think people are perceiving it that worry about Bowie, like we said, like week five, week six, maybe. But nine, none of the three of them need to win HOH. 
honestly, I would probably say America doesn't need to win HOH as long as Suri doesn't win. If Suri doesn't win America, or Izzy maybe, America's not going to be target. Um, Izzy probably doesn't need to win HOH either. I, I definitely think that that whole group of three is probably safe unless Red wins HOH, and even then he's probably going to go after other people. Um, if it were me, the person I say needs to win this the most is probably Cameron, because Cameron's been on the block twice. People have been continuously looking at him as a target, even though he's been a pawn twice. We know he's going to be on the block after this, no matter what, against most likely Hysom. But if it's Cameron versus, like, Matt, or Cameron versus somebody else to get Cameron out, right? He's been a perspective flip target twice. He's been a pivot twice. He needs to win that HOH to establish better relationships with people, or else he's going to be out the door week four or week five. One, two. I don't care because I, I don't care. I want him, kind of just want him out. Uh, um, oh, oh, trust me. I think for me, the person I want, who to, I want win. to win are very different conversations. I think the person I want to win and is also could probably benefit from winning is Mimi. Um, because I think if Mimi wins, she can really show, I'm what the fuck was that about? I'm not working with the middleman. I'm working with you. Right. So if can do that if she wins she can really show to them um um he can say or she can show to them that like she's not going against the the girls the, you know and yeah. i think that would be very helpful for mimi to win this okay the thing is i don't know if she's aware that her name was even going around or that really. that was the reason was some mis miscommunication because somebody said me and they thought it was mimi yeah I don't remember Matt explicitly saying he would put up Bowie. I don't. I I, I believe it if that was the case. I, I, I'm nervous with Matt because he was Mimi's name was in Matt's mouth because Jack, not Jack, because uh, Red and Cameron put was telling him that Mimi was saying he needs to go up. Although that is not true. And but Jag did kind of was like, that doesn't make any sense because Mimi's been with us all day and she never talks to Jack Court, I mean to Cameron or Red. When would she have the time to say your name to Cameron and Red when she'd been with us all day and she don't even talk to them? And so hopefully that kind of squashes that and maybe she'll get a chance to talk to Matt. But Matt might put up Bowie and might put up Mimi as two people in the middle who he doesn't feel like would ruffle any feathers. So I could see that happening. I could see Matt putting up Bowie. I mean, and imagine if Jag or Blue won this HOH. Like, it's an endurance call. It's historically favored, mm -hmm. like, smaller people with, like, a mm -hmm. pressure cooker, and they have to do a stand there. But, like... I was, like, was going to say, pressure cooker is just such a different beast. True. But, I mean, even then, it doesn't hurt to be, like, you know, way less you know, so we have less weight on yeah. you. Your back ain't hurting when you, as long as you're standing up, because, yep, that'll yeah. be me. I'm like, my knees hurt, my back hurts. <laughs> I, oh, I, I, yeah, I'll be like, I, the first temptation yeah. to come along, I'm taking it, <laughs> whatever it is. But, you know, but, uh, imagine if Blue or Jag with the situation. I mean, they're pretty clearly in a rough spot. I know they did do that whole alliance what, what do they call themselves the seven deadly sins is that what it is with... i think they landed on savage seven um, yeah they did and that uh, that alliance being sari felicia izzy um jag blue matt, matt. and jared yeah. yeah um 
But I mean, imagine if either one of them win. I definitely think it could help their position in the house. They would probably go for, I mean, I would assume Cameron or Red. Um, and isn't it crazy that like a week or two ago, Cameron was like firmly on the other side of the house. But because of all the Riley politicking they did, you know, they completely alienated him from their games. And again, not a Cameron defender. I'm just, it, it's it's a really interesting way to look at the game where like, Cameron is not someone I'm a fan of, but from a game perspective, they did kind of screw up their relationship with him. And it is, it's going to be interesting to see where we go after Thursday, no matter who HOH is, because realistically, I could say like six people, six different people going home next week, depending on who wins. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting. I, I don't know. But do we want to – I don't even really want to. Do we want to talk about the Jared and Blue of it all? We kind of should. I, I, should. I don't mean, want to, but I feel like it's important. If y'all, I, y'all will talk about it that one too. I'm going to sit here and fan myself because I have nothing to say. I need Jared to go yesterday. I need – what I will say in the situation is I – it's bullshit. I think it's misogynistic and gross, and I think that's – where I'm standing, I don't really want to give it too much airtime, um, but I think hopefully it's at least a little bit addressed in next episode. I don't know if I don't, knowing them, they're not going to do anything about it. But mm-hmm. the thing is, I don't know where they're going to go with the showman's edit now if they don't, because that's kind of, at least from what I know, it's dead in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, because he has all these double standards about women and their bodies and about them being pure and it's just gross um and yeah that's that's my thoughts and th- not theories that's just my thoughts on that it's just so icky like I, I don't even like misogynistic obviously but like even beyond that it's gross like seeing this entire situation play out I honestly haven't felt this uncomfortable with like a, I'm, I'm using big air quotes here, Nomad storyline since probably Big Brother 16. Like this has just been really nasty to watch and Blue does not deserve this. Um, she is under no obligation to provide him anything at all. And the fact that I've seen some discourse online saying that she should tell him is gross. <laughs> I know I said I wouldn't go say nothing. Here's my thing. I'm not fond of Jared, and I'm not that fond of Blue. Both of them can go for me, honestly, because here's the thing. I am not saying what Jared is doing is correct. He's gross. He's icky. He disgusts me. He's like, he is the quintessential F-boy, and I just, ugh, ew, ew, ew. Um. One tweet I want to highlight, I don't know who it was, I just saw on the timeline a bit like the other day was, you don't have to be the worst type of worst person in the world to hold misogynistic views. And this is a great example of that. Um, he was kind of fine for me before this. Um, but he, he was still fine as long as he was silent. Yeah, he was it's fine like, when he was. It's very much. Right. Just be on mute. Do be on um, mute. 
be on mute. But even though he wanted to talk about Beyonce on Beyonce's internet, talking about she is over under overrated, I'm like, boy, bye. That's another thing. I was like, absolutely yeah, not. That's absolutely strike not. That. That was strike number that was eighteen thousand. Look, that was strike number eighteen thousand seven hundred seventy-six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a bunch of them. But ooh, okay. But I, I mean, see, this is the thing. I know that they're they're showmen according to them, and I'm using Brooks big air quotes according to them was fake because neither one of them are feeling each other. That's what they say. That's what they say. Oh, we're not feeling each other. They tell other people, I don't really like him. I don't really like her. But we go play this up. But then I'm like, okay, that's fine if that's your game and your strategy or whatever. But the misogynistic views and you asking about her body count, number one, not ever. She don't owe you nothing. She don't owe you not a thing. And then to be like, oh, well, I want my woman pure. Ugh, we already had strikes with you with your whole Luke situation, and now you're gonna add misogynistic on top of um, supporting right. racist thoughts and letting people say things that you know they shouldn't say. Like, absolutely. I'm that I liked him earlier because I kind of just I blew past that part because I just didn't want. I hated that, and I just kind of was like, I don't want to deal with that. So what I said earlier, I do not care for him, and I yeah. I, I, he lost me there. He yeah. lost me with that. So I was like, absolutely not, not a fan. But then he did this whole thing. But then I'm like, okay, that. But it's 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 the little other small little things that he says, like calling women females and starting conversations out with, you know what? When I deal with these females, I'm like, ill for oh, as a woman, I am grossed out when I hear any man start a sentence out with how I deal with these females. Mm-hmm. You, oh, I think ew. Because that's, that's like the equivalent of you trying to downgrade me into not the woman that I am, but I'm just down to this female. I am just that female. No. Oh, I, I don't like it. It bothers me. Yeah. And, and another important thing from these conversations was that Izzy was part of one of that, one, one of them, and it kind of led to Jared now wanting Izzy out. Yes. And he brought that up to Serena. I think that's an important part of this as well. Is that like that is a, yeah? You're right. You're right. Like well, Izzy shut him down. Yeah. Right? Izzy said, "Don't talk to me that way. This is like no. This isn't okay." And now because Jared got called out on his mess and his misogyny, he made he's to his mom and saying that I want Izzy out. We need. We should get Izzy out sooner rather than later. Uh, you know, if Jared were to somehow win this HOH on Thursday, I am very worried for Izzy moving forward. Me too. The same. But even though Sari will have to talk him out of it, but I'm still nervous for him. I still think I still think Jared yeah. would backdoor Izzy. Honestly, I yeah. do. Oh, for sure. Even Corey wasn't comfortable. Literally. Yeah, and like yeah. I would say, I'm, I'm, I think Blue hasn't done too much for me in the house. But she just ain't like, done nothing. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's kind of, she's kind of just there. Um, she's furniture. She's kind of furniture. She's yeah, yeah. is really what I'm feeling. It's, it's like I don't, I have no opinion on her really, so I can't say I dislike her or like her. Cause, but I did like the moments where she was like, "That doesn't make sense to me. No, I'm not telling you this." Like standing her own ground and being like, "No," I, and. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, the important part of the whole thing was the way that now, like you said, uh, Brooke, the way that Jared has now shifted his feelings about Izzy because he was mad that somebody called him out on his bull. 
And I'm like, well, you shouldn't talk to people that way. And this is a life lesson. And I hope when they get home, Sarika can look at this back and be like, you said that? You feel that way? And, it's, and, it, and tell his little young 25-year-old butt, like, bruh, that is not cool. You don't talk to women like that. You don't talk to people that way. And you don't ask those personal questions like that if you're not in a real relationship with this person. Like you said it yourself, I am not in a real relationship with Blue. You have no reason to ask her what her body count is. It doesn't matter if she slept with 18 million people. She has no allegiance or loyal to answer your question. And then for you to turn around and say, well, I just don't like women with a, a high count and when blue was like well what if, what's your number count and you know how high is your it don't matter it matters because why should she she need to be done the aversion for you to want to hook up with her but if you hook up with her guess what she ain't a virgin no more so again her body count continues to add up so it, it doesn't it doesn't like matter 25 is high for women but 100 is high for men it's what what we also we do also need to discuss the other part of this, which is Tari and Felicia basically slut-shaming Blue, because that did happen as well. Nowhere nearly as, like, icky, because Jared has been, like, consistently icky across the feeds. But, like, it it's is something... Still, yeah, it's still something that needs to be talked about. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, it, it has been a very eye-opening watch this week, I think would maybe be the right word, seeing how some of these people are talking about others... Um, I mean, again, it is Big Brother, and, you know, I, I we see – I don't want to say we see all of these people because, obviously, they're still editing themselves for the camera, right? There, There's never going to be a time where someone is 100% authentically themselves on Big Brother all the time. Mm -hmm. But yeah. and it, it is still eye-opening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to say this, and I, this is no way of me defending Sari or – Felicia for what they said about Blue because absolutely not. But I will say this. Oh, Fees came back. Fees are back. Fees are back. Fees are back. We're going to wrap this up. We, oh, I, really, I really jumped. Look, never mind. Forget that. I don't even awesome. talk about it. They just they just doing a thing. Jared I'll, can go. That's all I that's all I have and, to say. As as older black people, it they, they remind me of my grandmothers, my aunts, and the conversations that they have because these are the conversations that we have. And it's like when somebody is willingly open saying that they're openly sexual, just like that generation, that's not something that they do, you know? That's not something that they you were used to or they talked about. And so when they somebody who's now young and free and talking about it, it's the, oh, she this, oh, she that. That's just what they do. Not saying it's right, because it's definitely not right. But that's my little two cents. But we need to wrap this up because he's back. And we got a lot of Izzy looks pissed. Yeah. Folks look, Heisen looks, yeah, they look tense. Oof, y'all, they look tense. Have we heard anything yet? Heisem is, oh, Heisem yeah. looks so pissed. Heisem looks pissed. He looks pissed, shocked, in disbelief, and wearing a really ugly hat. <laughs> not the ugly and, hat. And they're just standing in there not saying anything. They are all, they are literally all around the kitchen. It's just Sari, it's Sari, Izzy, and uh, Heisem, and they're all just like. His, no, his hat is like a baseball cap. 
that has a slope. It's it's, 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 it's like it's if you it's like cat. if you made it's like if you made a beret into a baseball hat. Yeah. Oh my God, Izzy so looks so tense. Sari Sari looks beautiful as always. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this double double ponytail on Sari. By the way, doesn't matter mm-hmm. anything to the to the context of the show, but she looks beautiful today. The hair, I love the hair. I love. <laughs> Have we got any confirmation? What's good? Hyson has I mean, been put up. Hyson is. Yeah. Oh yep. Um. Yeah. Yep. Damn. Okay. Can confirm. Final noms are Hysam and Cameron. <laughs> Me too. It's so awkward. Oh, and is is Jag done with his punishment? No, he's just putting it back on. He oh, we didn't even on. talk about Jag's punish. He's Jag's been in a chicken suit for the last three days. Yeah. He By the way, nonsense. It must have been Vito. It must have yeah. been Vito. For what? Oh, it's probably a Humilaverse Vito. Yeah, oh, for, for sure. He, yeah. For sure. For sure. Because it's Humilaverse, oh. despite winning. It's yeah. Okay. It's um, Felicia, Felicia got Felicia got slimed because of the Viacom uh, merger. Finally, because uh, now they have all the Nickelodeon slime that they can just use for Big Brother. And uh, Jag's been in a uh, chicken <laughs> suit. Jag's been in a chicken suit. Ooh, America <laughs> looks stressed. Oh, Lord. Oh, this is why I love Big Brother. It'll be okay. interesting to see if Sam spirals a little bit or how, he's, how he handles yeah, I, I Look, I don't want to jump up off of here, but I need to be engaged in these feeds. Like, yeah. I mean, okay. I like we were wrapping up anyways. Right. I feel like this. Go ahead. Tyson is nominated alongside Cameron, who will go home. We probably know. I'm not noticing. Uh, we probably know. Regardless, if you are uh, interested in watching uh, more of our Big Brother coverage, we are on live every, uh, three times. Uh, Monday, Wednesday. Are we? Friday. Are we? Are we leaving? That's what Lana said. Oh, would huh? you, I want to watch the feeds. Okay. I mean, can we, unless we go sit here and watch them while we're sitting here. Too. That's what I thought we were doing. Oh, my apologies. I misunderstood. I thought I, I thought, thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna watch the feeds together. But okay. I didn't know that. What did you watch? Been watching Challenge USA for the. I watched, I'm down to watch the feeds together. Little I love. I love this. Mimi walks in, stops, looks at the three of them, turns, and moves elsewhere, and then just walked through. Oh, Heisem right. has just been looking at Izzy and Sari just going like, you'll see everything on TV. All right. I'm going to have to go because I do have uh, a show to watch before we do our recording. So Bye. I will see you all later. Okay. Uh, at least you can definitely tell he was not aware of this, and that's what I wanted. Yes, yeah. yeah, same. Like, I, I'm so glad that no, it was no. a... Oh, not, the, not the strips. Um... I'm so glad that it was oh, a, he is just, a blind side of uh, me. Oh, I feel mad. really bad because I would never want to be in that scenario, but also I'm living for this moment. I would feel bad <sighs> if I was in a scenario, I would feel so bad, but then I'm like, at least they're at least the t- people viewers are gonna go to television. But that's probably because I'm such a huge fan of this, anyways. I'm like, oh, same. like I'm like, this sucks, but I hope you at home are having fun with this with this moment. <laughs> 
So apparently, maybe Felicia is still in the DR, so she's not. We it don't see seems, her. I don't know if they've had a conversation. I, I, I it looks like, it yeah, seems I like the first people Heisen went to were Sari and Izzy. And For obvious I reasons, but what's happening? What's happening outside? Outside, it is America and Corey. Oh, America's just talking about being a have not. I think that you got okay. some. So nothing important. I'm, I'm, I'm. No, she's like, it's feeling very isolating being a have not and like being upstairs. Hyson was, was saying that um, he, he, he believes in their goodness and apparently they got some skewed information about him. And they let it fester. And the thing is, none of the information was skewed about him. It was just their field thoughts and interactions with him and himself. He don't think so. He thinks it was information that they got. Right. Uh -oh. But it was that from my, from my knowledge, it was no information people have been getting. It's just that he's talking over. It's yeah. Oh, Bowie's there too. Yeah. I love Bowie's outfit today, by the way. She mm -hmm. looks great. Oh. oh my. Oh my God. They, all four of them are just standing around. They're the just island. standing there. They're just, just like, looking like. Oh. Izzy looks so uncomfortable right now. She looks like she wants to oh run away. My God. Anybody want cake? Anybody <laughs> want cake? <laughs> Y'all, oh I wish we could like put the feeds up for the people to watch, but I know. Well, we we would live on, look, too bad we don't have enough people on TikTok. We could have live on TikTok. I know. <laughs> Go follow us on TikTok, people. At yeah. the Cup Pod. We've been posting a lot recently. <laughs> or we will be. Actually, all three of our posts have yet to go up for today. But <laughs> they went up. I've seen them. Oh, good. They're up. I have seen them on TikTok. He's saying that he was too aggressive. Yeah, he feels he's sorry. He made them feel othered. Well, that's what you did. That's intention you does did. not intention does not equal impact, darling. Right. I definitely do feel bad for Hysim, if I'm being honest, just on a human level, because mm -hmm. he literally had absolutely no clue that this was how they he how they felt about him. And so mm -hmm. I can only imagine how he feels right now. It's mm -hmm. great TV, so I'm loving watching it. But of course. It's this weird thing I, of like, oh, he's a, still a human, but this is right. great TV. <laughs> he's still a human, so like I feel really, really bad for him empathically, but also like this is amazing television and I'm living for it. And your your um, tank top was pretty similar. <laughs> top. Oh, I know. I wore my I wore my tank top today in in uh in honor of Heisen getting back doors. So I saw it in my closet. I was like. No, nah, that's the correct thing to wear today. <laughs> I was just wearing this already. I'm like, I'm not changing. I think I've worn this exact outfit with the sit skirt on the pod before, um, multiple times. Probably. I mean, we can go off just to just so we can watch feeds if y'all really mm -hmm. want to. No, I mean, nothing else is really. I'm down either way. I don't have anything else to. Like, I'm just yeah, like. We'll let look. We'll let our listeners go, but we can sit here. And we'll watch stay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. 
thank you so much for watching us live if you're watching us live or after the fact if you're watching us after the fact uh if you're watching it live go watch these feed because it's gonna get intense mm -hmm. it's tense Woo! everything is fabulous but make sure to go uh hit all the applicable buttons on your preferred audio or visual platform that you say you support us because we love to have your support and we love you make sure to follow us on twitter instagram and tiktok at the cup pod for all of your most up-to-date cup news and our funny moments because we are some funny bitches and while you're here while you're down there make sure to follow the three of us on twitter as well because we're great follow us on all our social media at the cup pod twitter instagram and tiktok um get your merch Cut mug, da, 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 cut mug, da, 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 cut mug. Very fast cut mug. Um, cheers to this. Cheers to some blindside butter beans, y'all. <laughs> blindside butter beans. It's Bye. time for a big helping of blindside butter beans.